Hello everyone, this is Lavetta Jenkins of ChattyPassenger.com and as you know, from time to time I offer podcasts that are not necessarily always about inspiration but more informative or sometimes with R&B artists and today I am joined by an amazing artist. Her name is Amiel and she has a new single dropping today and we're going to talk all about that. Come take a ride with the Chatty Passenger. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing amazing, doing amazing today. So today is a big day for you. You've got a brand new single that is dropping today all across all streaming platforms, right? I do. I do. All right. So tell us a little bit about who Amiel the singer is and how you came to be uh, on this humongous platform. Yeah. Um, so basically Amiel the singer is she's feminine. She's girly, she's classy, but then she also has that edge, that sass, that rawness, mm -hmm. and definitely that savage side to her. Yeah, yeah. So I've listened to the song <laughs> countless times because I had a little advanced copy. Thank you for that. And I can say that I have never heard uh, a newcomer with a song like this. Now, you're a newcomer to the masses, but you've done music before. How did you get to this point? Yeah, so, um, you know, like you said, I've been working behind the scenes, um, whereas obviously, you know, you're, it's, it's old to me, but new to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Type of vibe. Um, but yeah, I really touched into to artistry, I would say probably um, when I was a little bit younger, but obviously because it was like an adult driven, you know, industry, I kind of pulled back from the music route and got, you know, more into it probably a little bit later mm. um probably later than most people would <laughs> um so i really started like putting out music um probably i would say around 2000 maybe 2000 i put out a song in 2013 didn't really like do too much professional with it mm. it was like okay cool you know put it out there then i would say in 2015 2016 is when it really started again like more serious um, put out a song and it did really, really, really well. Um, but the issue was I didn't have like, I didn't know like, oh, you're supposed to have a follow-up. I didn't know like, you know, the technical terms of like the music. It was just like, oh, I'm putting out music and it's doing really good. But then the, all the DJs were like, yo, like you got another song. <laughs> right. Um, so I just didn't know like the technicalities and like the etiquette yeah. of like, you know, putting out music and, um, at that point, it really honestly, it humbled me. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I need to step back a second. Maybe I need to do my homework. Maybe I need to like, you know, keep my head down, put the work in. And um, and I honestly just kind of started doing that, just keeping my head down and, you know, restructuring, you know, my identity as an artist, restructuring me, what do I stand for? Um, and then writing and, you know, making music. And, you know, now I feel, just through the pandemic, it kind of honestly, um, it restructured my my way of thinking and my priorities. And it's just like, you know, you don't have time. So the time is now, you know. 
Absolutely. I say it to people all the time. Whenever you've got that thing that's kind of gnawing at you and you feel you need to do it, that's the time you need to do it. A lot of people are like, oh, no, I want to wait until I'm ready. want to get all my ducks in a row. Sometimes you just got to grab what you got and do it because it's never going to be exactly the perfect time. But it is the perfect time for you to come out with this. You know, you said you went back in the lab, put your head down, put in some work. And I've been looking at the work over the last few years. I've been watching you and seeing what you were doing. And you've just come out with the song that drops today, Mood. And it has a major artist on it as a feature. I'll let you tell us about that. But how did you get that uh, being so technically new to, uh, to the game? Right. Yeah. So um, again, like I said, um, I've been working behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, and I had, so the major feature obviously is, you know, the game. <laughs> right. I'll tell you a little bit about that later. He was honestly like one of my favorite rappers back in the day. I actually, when I would go to camp, I would straight listen to his songs like all the time. Mm-hmm. And somebody stepped on my CD and I about cried. Oh. I think I did cry. I did cry. <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, um, the feature is with the game. Um, and kind of how I got it was um, at the time my producer was working on his album and I had went into the studio with him um, just as like, you know, just being invited to the studio, just to vibe out with him. And um, it just kind of really... Um, built a little bit from there it was kind of like you know I kind of held my ground um a little bit and then I remember he called me into the studio to come record something um you know when he was working on his album it never got released but it was just like oh you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) calling into the studio to do it um but he really had a strong relationship with my producer um and initially I had wanted to do it back then but um the time just didn't line up for me you know being able to get that feature from him and then to fast forward um he was like you know yeah and I mean he had said yes before but I wasn't ready Uh um and so like again like I told you I had to put my head down and I just was still trying to find my sound I was still trying to find like my rhythm and so it just wasn't comfortable with like me just throwing him on a song Um, I didn't want to like make it wasteful, I guess you could say. Right. So fast forward today, um, it had been probably like four years, four or five years now. And um, I had my producer hit him up and just basically say like, yo, like (laughs) you still do the feature. And then um, he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, I still, you know, I still got her. I still, you know, she's still cool. I still got her. Um, but he definitely made me like work for it. Like, you know, we initially had, um, a skeleton track and, you know, it was initially supposed to go like a different route. It was supposed to go a different song, but then he's like, Oh, I restructured it. I did this. I did this. Like, y'all go, you know, like he was really hard on me. And so, um, just getting that feedback from him, I was like, okay, well, let me get back in the studio. Let me go write this track. Let me get this together. And, you know, it was probably a series over about, two months or so that we kind of was able to get it together. Wow. And I'm telling you what you guys were able to put together was one of the best, I guess we could call it a rookie single that (laughs) I've heard. And, And trust me, being in radio, I hear a lot of, you know, upcoming artists and singles. And this one blew me away. Not only did you come out with, you know, the professional photography for it, you didn't just, you know, take a selfie in the car and use that as uh, your single cover, but 
you pulled out all the stops for this. So I can say you've done quite a lot of artist development while you were in the lab working on your sound. You were definitely working on your image and how you want to present yourself to the public, correct? Yes, I definitely did a lot of work. Absolutely, and it shows. To be honest, it was personal, like, and mm-hmm. then I think when the personal, I just kind of was like, oh, this is who I am, okay. <laughs> And it shows and you can hear it in your music that this is a person who's confident in their sound, confident in the things that they're putting out. Who wrote Mood? Did you write it? So I wrote about, I wrote the hook. I mean, I wrote, sorry, I apologize. I wrote um, all the verses Mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote about half of the hook. Okay. It was a collaborative with half of the hook. Right, so the song is legit. 90% 90% out of your mind and, you know, from the, the heart of Amiel. Yeah, I would definitely say that. And of course, like my writers came through with it too. We just kind of vibed out. We did everything virtually. We did like a full virtual writing session um, and we laid down the hook and then I went into the studio and laid down the verses. So, yeah. That's definitely how the pandemic has everybody working, doing everything virtually, which is kind of cool, but kind of not, you know, it does give us a chance to talk to each other from, you know, states and states away and different time zones away. So that's kind of cool. But was it difficult at all for you handling all of this during the pandemic? I think it was more so like, obviously, like, it wasn't as difficult because like I said, I think that the pandemic probably helped me more than hurt me. Um, just because prior to the pandemic, I was like completely just, I think I was distracted um, and I was just keeping busy, but like, you know, wasn't really focusing as much on my music as I probably should have been. And so, you know, I felt like that was like God, like saying like, okay, I'm about to sit you down. I need you to refocus yourself. I need you to do what you need to do for, you know, your personal growth. Um, So with the pandemic, I don't think it really hurt me, to be honest. If anything, it probably gave me more momentum. I think the only thing we obviously we say is like being stuck in or, you know, things closing and then the fear of traveling um, because we did work in the studio one time. But, you know, um, I think it was more so like the logistics that probably hurt more than the actual experience itself. Absolutely. I think the pandemic had that effect on creatives. It took us all and put us in the house to where we had to focus on our craft and you were either going to come out better or you were just going to stay in there. And I feel like for those who had the heart and really wanted it, they were definitely going to come out and flourish just like you did with this new song. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Okay, so we've got Mood for Now that drops today. And you spoke before about, you know, having your follow-up. What is next for Amiel with, you know, with this new found, you know, that this is a heater. I'm gonna tell you now, this one's a heater. So what are you doing next? <laughs> um, so the goal is uh, we're getting back in the studio um, probably the beginning of April or so. Um, you know, I don't, I've also learned you know, I know that we're in obviously a you know a music driven, content driven um, industry and season of the industry. But I'm still, I'm probably like still that old school, new school where you know giving the record some time to you know marinate because I am new. I do obviously like not want to rush to go make new music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we we have some backup tracks, you know, in case like we got to pull something out the sleeve, but I really want to like adopt the process of like how they used to do it back in the day of like pushing the single, living with the single, living with your fans in the single, showing up for the single, you know, traveling with it um, and allowing it to run its course versus like, okay, let me get on the next track. So um, I I will be in the studio um, within, you know, the beginning of next month, but um, we're, we're also very keen not to like rush putting out another song. Um, so back in the lab, obviously creating, um, I definitely want to give, you know, something for the summer vibes. Um, so hopefully, you know, it can be some heat that y'all can like really vibe out to and dance to. Absolutely. Um, and then, um, and then definitely, uh, that, but then also, you know, looking at some new female artists of possibly signing. So that is right. That is another part of what you do. You also uh, tell me a little bit about pink box music. So Pink Box Music was basically created for women, um, by women. Of course, you know, we collaborate and we partner with, you know, male artists and creatives because, you know, it's inevitable for you Mm -hmm. not to. But um, it was really centered to to be like a protection and a safety net for women, you know, musicians. You know, um, just my own personal, I've had a lot of challenges being a woman, being a Black woman, being, you know, um, just so many personal challenges where it's, it's like in this male-driven society, um, the the setup for us women is not, and the protection and the support for us is not all the way always there. It's still a fight, you know. It's still a challenge. Um, even even with me, like I have to work probably twenty times harder than you know the next person um, or the next guy. So, uh, Pink Box Music was definitely created for me to protect women. Um, protect them, help them develop their business where they're not getting taken advantage of, where they know their business, where they, um, you know, they know their royalties, they know their contracts and they're overseeing their team. Um, And so it's really about business development. It's about artist development. It's also about managing your personal life. Like, yes, you can be an artist. You can be a mother. You can be a wife. You know, Mm -hmm. you can have other hobbies and other goals, but still be, you know, prevalent inside of your music career. And I know that, you know, in past, a lot of things have been shunned about being a mother, about having the desire to be a wife, about, you know, having the desire to be, mm-hmm. you know, nurtured in our femininity. Um, and it's kind of like, well, you have to be in the house. You can't go work. Or if you're working, you can't be in the house. And it's like, no, we could do both. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's a series of really just personal development, business development, arts development. Um, and just helping women own, you know, own their craft, own their music, own their music. Absolutely. And you said something that is so poignant because they were told before you have to choose. You cannot be, you know, a wife and a mother and still have a very good, solid career. You're either going to be a parent and, you know, your music's going to suffer or you're going to have like really good music and you'll never see your kids. So I'm glad that you have a pink box music that can help women understand that yes, you can have it all. You gotta prioritize, but right. yes, you can <laughs> have it all. You can still drop the kids off at school and then go to the studio and then still pick them up. But you've got yeah, to make sure. Cook right. dinner at 6 p.m. and you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Because kids go to bed, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. They have bedtimes, like they have bedtimes, you put them to sleep, and then you just get back in the lab and you do everything you got to do. I mean, you're not going to get any sleep, but that just comes, you know, with 
it's par for the course. And I'm glad that you're saying that and you're standing up for the women that do need to be protected because you and I both know, we can probably name five people right now who had horrible contracts and thought that they were getting a good deal and then found out later, no, they didn't. So, you know, just knowing that there's another woman looking out for another woman saying, hey, sis, this isn't really what you're looking for here. This isn't really the move that you want to have. That speaks to the sisterhood of, uh, I believe, what you're saying pink box music is. Right. No, it's and it's definitely we want to build it to be, you know, a community, because like you said, um, nobody looked out for me. You know, I had to go through trial. I had to go through error. I had to go Mm -hmm. through you know, so many different struggles to get to where I am, you know, behind the scenes. And so it's like for me, like I never want anybody to have to go through what I had to go through if I can help them. You know, if you're, if you're willing, if you're there to be helped, I want to show you the game. I want to teach you the game so that if you decide that you don't want to be signed anymore, you can run your own business. Absolutely. And that's something else that nobody really talks about. If you decide to switch your career and go another route, you can do that. You have the freedom to do that, but a lot of people think, oh, no, I'm stuck in this and this is what I have to do. No, everyone is allowed to change their mind. And I'm thankful for you, uh, you know, putting that message out there to women so that they don't feel they have to be stuck in something should they decide, okay, well, I did it. It was fun. Now I want to go bake cookies and, you know, have my own pastry shop. It's good that you have it so that, you know, they know that they don't have to be pigeonholed. Right. Yes. And that's definitely the goal. Absolutely. So I've seen you doing some uh, rehearsing. Is there a video or something on the way, some visuals for Mood? Um, So we're definitely, you know, touching in on the idea. Um, We're definitely touching in on the idea of live shows, you know, just depending on how like pandemic is happening. Right. We're just being prepared. Be prepared. (laughs) Be also ready, honey. You have to make sure that you've got it. And from what I've seen, you definitely have it. So Mood is available today on all streaming platforms. Is that correct? On all streaming platforms, even TikTok and Instagram. (laughs) Oh, it's on TikTok? Listen, yeah, I'm a TikToker, so I'm gonna have to put that as one of my sounds because I love TikTok. I pray for me because I shouldn't be loving it as much as I do, but I do. Where can they find out more about Amiel and Pinkbox Music? Um, so they can definitely go to my Instagram, which is at Amiel, and it's A M I Y E L L E, and just mm-hmm. at Amiel. Um, and then Pinkbox Music, you go to www.pinkboxmusic.com. Awesome. So everybody, I want you to check it out today. We're going to play just a little bit of a clip of the song, but I encourage all of you to check out Amiel on social media platforms and pinkboxmusic.com. Thank you so much for being on with me. I appreciate it and best of luck and best of success to this single. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, phones in the 
the parking lot. I wear the hawk a lot for them that like to talk a lot. Match the mind. That was just a small sample of Amiel's song Mood featuring the game. It is now available on all streaming platforms as well as TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. We encourage you all to check it out. It's Amiel, A-M-I-Y-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, and the song is called Mood. Thank you all so much for joining us here at ChattyPassenger.com with today's podcast. Of course, it is sponsored by my book, Sometimes Sis, It's You, available on Amazon right now.